Walking down this dusty road Still a hundred miles to go But everything's gonna be alright If I keep walking through the night And now it feels like coming home And you're the one I've always known To bring me back where I belong It feels like coming home G'day everybody, it's Derek and Donna here back at the Ancient Pathways. Howdy. Now we're coming back for part two of our series, The Servant. Hope you enjoyed this one. Speak to you soon. Bye. The seven words I want to say. In Luke 17, it says, Which of you having a slave ploughing or tending sheep will say to him, When he has come in from the field, come immediately and sit down to eat? But will he not say to him, Prepare something for me to eat, and properly clothe yourself, and serve me while I eat and drink? and afterward you may eat and drink. He does not thank that slave because he did the things which were commanded, does he? Mm. So you too, when you do all the things which are commanded you, say, we are unworthy slaves. We have done only that which we ought to have done. Mm. I see in that particular verse where he says, prepare something for me to eat, Mm -hmm. that the Lord is asking us as his servants to prepare first something for him to eat. Our service is to first meet the needs of the Lord, Mm -hmm. as we saw in Acts 13, Mm -hmm. to satisfy something in him. There's this priority, this Mm -hmm. principle of first place that still occurs where Christ has first place in all things. He is Mm -hmm. the preeminent one. The first act of the church is to meet something in the heart of God. But the church, we often serve to satisfy something in ourselves first. Our need to be doing, Mm -hmm. our need to be contributing, Mm. our desire to be functioning, Mm. our desire to be fulfilling our calling, Mm. our need to be part of something. And uh, whereas in Acts 13, we see the saints serving the Lord's needs first. Mm. And after this came what we would consider service. Mm. Because it says afterwards, then the Holy Spirit said, now set aside for me. There's no picture as to how long that was occurring. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? How, yeah. how long they were doing that. They weren't looking for anything else. Yeah. They were looking to the Lord. Mm. They were loving him. Mm-hmm. And that's the need of the church. And then where he goes on to say, he says, and properly clothe yourself. And this is the only way we are properly clothed, is rightly seeing who Christ is. For the church to be clothed yes. in its right place, its right position, mm. we really need to see who this Christ is. Okay. And this opens our eyes to our real identity, our new life in the Spirit, mm. to see Christ first, foremost. And this seeing him enables us to learn to put on Christ and only put on Christ. Mm. We're not asked to put on anything else. And then he goes on to say, he says, and serve me while I eat and drink. The Lord hungers and thirsts mm. also. And that's mm. what I see in that. Mm. So he hungers and thirsts for our love. Not that God isn't complete without this, but he has created us for his own pleasure. Mm. Let us make man in our image. Mm-hmm. There's this sense of desire and from God 
to love, to create and to share that love, to yeah. give that love and obviously to be loved in return. Yes. I love those who love me. Yes. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind and soul and strength. And when he doesn't receive our attention and affection just for who he is rather than for what we can get from him, he hungers and thirsts. That reminds me of when Jesus washed the disciples' feet and he said to them, even though I am teacher and Lord. So again, just his humility. So him becoming the least and the lowest and the last, he says to his disciples to do likewise. Mm. So just reflecting on you talking about this, the nature of the servant in the church now, yeah, to love yeah. and to serve. It's like when Jesus said that to them and when he carried out that humble act when he was teacher and lord mm. that he once again humbled himself as a servant and washed their feet and said to them to do likewise so they all became sent ones to go out and be his light in the mm. world to reflect him to reflect his nature yeah so it's almost like at that point in time he was imparting the nature of the servant yeah. into them yeah to say and now i'm teacher and lord and i do this now you'd be like this too. And so that's, that's like amazing. what you're saying with we're put on Christ. Yeah. We're clothed in Christ yes. and we can only be that way when we're looking at Christ, when yeah. we're beholding him, loving him, Amen. worshipping him, giving Absolutely. him his due. Because the the apostles then, they became the lowest yeah, and the least and the last. Absolutely. It's a parallel journey that well, we've been called to as his Absolutely. body. Yeah, there's no difference. It's living his history. Mm. It's living his life, who he is. Mm. Coming back to where in Luke Jesus was saying, and afterward you may eat and drink. Mm. And once the love of God is found in our heart and we have love for who he is mm. and not for what he gives, yeah. then we can truly find real spiritual satisfaction and fulfillment in this Christian life because he is truly the satisfaction of the Father. Mm. So why wouldn't he be our satisfaction? Yes. Also, yes. he is the satisfaction of God. Of God. Mm. So we are called in that same way to find mm. Christ as our complete satisfaction. Our service for him has always been secondary in God's mind, though it is a part of our calling naturally, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. of the servant in us, mm -hmm. our love of Christ is first and foremost in the heart of God the Father mm -hmm. and the work of the Holy Spirit is towards that end, that single end. So we see the, the words spoken to those at the church in Ephesus in Revelation. He said, I know your deeds and your toil, but I have this against you that you have left your first love. Mm. You see, they were still working, they were still serving, they were still toiling, but they'd left their first love. Yes. So you say there was something wrong with the service yes. there. I hear what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. So yep. there was a, there was a malfunction in the junction mm. <laughs> in their act of service. <laughs> Before. So. Yes, because he was pleased with the things that they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, he said he knows about them. Uh, yeah, sure. But he said, but this I have against you. Mm. You have left your first love. Mm. You are still doing those things. That's fine. That's good. But they don't mean a scratch Desire. over and above your first love. Yeah. So get love first. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Oh, yeah, it's like um, 1 Corinthians 13. Yeah. I can prophesy. I can speak in tongues. I can do all these things. But if I have not love, yeah, it's just a noisy gong or a clanging, clanging symbol. symbol. And I think I've always read that as if I don't have love for others. Mm. 
But just hearing that in Revelation, it's like if I don't love the Lord, if he's not my priority, if my love for him isn't the very first and utmost thing in my life, mm. then all those other things that I do are nothing. Yeah. So if I have not love for him. Yes. Mm. And I think this is the whole driving factor of the church's service. Yes. Out from the spirit. Yes. Out from the servant, the spirit of Christ in us flows the service of the church. Mm. And Jesus went on to say in this parable, he said, while I eat and drink. So what we bring to serve the Lord is very important. Mm. What what are we serving up to God is like coming back to what mm. you were saying. The moon serves up the sun. The sun. Mm. A little watchman need quote. A little watchman. A little, <laughs> They're short, never little. Short Paul and a little watchman knee. Ah, yes. Short Paul and little watchman knee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have so, all, all sorts of characters in this podcast. But there's never a little watchman knee quote, is there? No, it's not. like a, you know, take a cricket bat and exactly. sort of <laughs> bell me around the head, you know, <laughs> right. to get me back online, you know. But he says this, he says, One can only serve God with that which is of God. Nothing but what comes forth from God can be used in his service. Yes. So if we are serving God in our spirit, mm. then all or any service that he calls us to do for him flows out from a place of knowing him. So there's this there's this place of where you look yeah. back at Acts, the Antioch church was looked at is or is looked at as the model church, mm-hmm. a proper functioning church. Mm-hmm. That they had their priorities right. They mm. had Christ first place. They were ministering to the Lord, it says. Mm. They were worshipping him. Mm-hmm. They were loving, loving him. him. They weren't seeking to be racing out, you know, and doing things. Mm. They were just loving mm. him and getting to know him. Mm. And how did they get to know him? Well, they can only ever get to know him in spirit. Mm. But we we try to get to know the Lord in many other ways. Yes. And we can't do that through our head. Mm. Can't do it through our emotions. We can't do it through our will. Mm. Just one other point too, they were all getting to know him in spirit together. They That's weren't all dispersed point. individuals living apart from each other, getting yeah. to know him in their spirit by themselves. Mm. They were getting to know him in the spirit together yeah. because he's a corporate Christ. That's a great point. Yeah. And I was just going to say before too, following on with Watchman Nee's quote, serving Christ is not something outside of Christ. It's not a thing that we do. In a way it is, it's what we've done, (laughs) but in its purity, it's by Christ that we serve Christ. Exactly right. In its impure form, it's us in our good intentions, our religious practices, Mm. our reason, our motivations, our own understanding, our enthusiasms, our desire to function that's in its impure form. That's right. Because Which it's coming out of the life of man. Coming out of us. Coming out of yeah. us. And that's yeah. what we think God wants. Yes. So. Yes. And because we just bring all of this straight back to the servant, because mm. he did nothing out of his own that's right. self. He served his father by his father's life. Yes, him? exactly. And so that's a reflection for us. We serve Christ by Christ's life in us to the glory of the father. Yeah. Yeah, it's all in spirit. Yeah. And that is a perspective, deeper and much more beautiful and true reality of Mm. of the power and the glory of the church 
That's that's, right. that's what sets the church apart yeah. from those of the world that do good things. Because there's gazillions of people out there who aren't in Christ who do wonderful things. Already doing good things, good works. Yeah, yeah. much better than a lot of Christians. Mm. But what sets us apart is what you're saying, is by the spirit of Christ in us. Yeah. That it's a spiritual work. Mm. And it is Christ. Still the Christ, you know, like him you know, the person. we look at the book of Acts and it's called Acts of the Apostles, but it's not. Mm. It's not the Acts of the Apostles, it's the Acts of the Spirit of Christ, the Acts of the Holy Spirit through the church. Amen. And the two working together. Just but it's still it. the Acts of God, the Acts of Jesus Christ through the church. Yes. And that's where this co-laboring comes in. You know, I think of Paul where, you know, when he was first saved, he immediately after Ananias had come in, laid his hands in, the scales had fallen from his eyes, and he was up and he was out preaching mm. in the synagogue. And so there was this immediate response, even in Paul, to get out there and start doing something. Mm. You know, I can understand the, the nature of what had occurred, and, yeah. and, and we've all seen that in our lives mm. in some form or another. But then God took him away into Arabia for three years mm-hmm. and hid him. Mm. Why? So this gospel that he received, this mm. person of Christ that was yes. revealed to him could be even more mm. revealed to him. Mm-hmm. This gospel that I've received and not been given to me by man, it has been given to me by a revelation of Jesus yes. Christ. So I'm thinking of um, where it says in Psalm 123, Behold, as the eyes of the servant look to the hand of their master. Mm-hmm. So our eyes are continually on Christ. So Jesus said, I only do the things that I see my father doing. Mm-hmm. I only say the things I hear my father saying. So mm-hmm. he only ever served out of the spirit of his father, mm-hmm. the movements of his father. Mm-hmm. And it is in our spirit that we look to, to know God and to mm. serve God is not in any other way. Mm. And we truly know spiritual things by the Spirit, where it says in Corinthians, uh, when we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit, using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. Yeah. So just to compare, you know, we've got acts of service. We might have words that we're speaking that are words of service in building up the saints or encouraging the Mm -hmm. saints because the spoken word was a great percentage of what was done as we look through the scriptures. Mm -hmm. And so if we just take words, for example, as our offering of service to the church or, Mm -hmm. you know, to the saints, just to compare the effect that our words would have on the church Mm -hmm. if they're coming from our natural life, that they can have the following effect. And I've just made a list of things. Um, They can add pressure to us, a sense of expectation they can make us feel judged Mm -hmm. they can weigh us down they can make us feel less than Mm. they can make us feel not as spiritual as they can bring confusion they can add doubt they can muddy the waters they don't relieve or bring comfort Mm. they are nice sounding they have the appearance of good the motive can be good uh, but they can drain life and not impart it. Mm. And they can only be our opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, they focus our eyes on us. Mm. So they can have all of that effect if they come from our life. Yes. But the words spoken by the Spirit, mm-hmm. so out from our spirit, they bring peace, they bring comfort, they bring freedom, they mm. lift our burdens and weights, mm. they bring a sense of joy, they restore hope. They immediately make us turn to Christ. Mm. They bring heartfelt gratitude and thankfulness to the Lord. They fill us with praise towards Jesus. Mm. They allay all of our fears. 
They bring a sense of acceptance and without judgment. They bring rest of heart. They are restorative. They bring wisdom to a null complexity. They are a healing balm. Mm. They remove confusion and doubt. They bring light into darkness. Mm. They bring faith and expel uncertainty. They replace hatred with love. Mm. So the effect that our words can have as opposed to what the words of the Spirit of Christ in us can have. Mm. Yeah, so how easily we can miss him. Absolutely. We are so inclined toward serving out from what we choose to do, Mm. what we think to do, Mm. or what we feel to do in the Christian service. Mm. And following our natural life as believers, and this life we have lived from for most of our life, Mm. the thing that we are so familiar with, the attributes of our will, our thinking, our feelings. Mm. Just like what Jesus was saying to the church in Ephesus. Mm. Yeah, you're doing all those things, but you've lost your first love. Yeah. So, yeah, it's getting to know him again. We just keep coming back to the same thing, don't we? It's getting to know him, to love him, that he might live, that he might be seen, heard, touched, tasted through his body. Yeah. So it's these things like our will, our mind, and our emotions, you know, serving God out Mm. of our soul out of our intellect out of our choosing our feelings our thinking Mm -hmm. these are the very things that can and do emit god's life Mm. they are actually servants of the spirit should be should be the servants Mm -hmm. of the spirit so when the spirit moves we Mm. they all those things are incorporated Mm. they are gathered together to serve the desires of the spirit. Mm. So all of our service from our natural life can be from, as you were saying before, our enthusiasms, our feelings of wanting to help, our good own good mm. intentions from our own mind and its rational choices, from us wanting to be the source of assistance, mm. uh, from doing what we think needs to be done, from a sense of Christian duty mm. and obligation mm. and from a perspective of right and wrong. Tree of knowledge Which, again. So to serve from the spirit, in the spirit, like you just said, has the opposite effect because the Lord might move you to do a certain thing or serve in a certain way and the world won't understand that. That's right, yeah. And even other Christians won't understand that. Exactly. And it may seem that it's silly or Mm. there's no value in it or whatever, but when you know that it's the Lord himself that has put that on your heart and you serve him in spirit, Mm. then you know that that is the service that he's after. Yeah. There's just a a very intimate tone. Mm. There's an intimate ring sound to that. Yeah. Sense of intimacy to that, mm. to serve him in the spirit, according to his spirit. Mm. And in many ways, that's a hidden thing. It can be overt, but only led by him. Still, the leading is by him. Yeah. It's just come back to Christ as the servant in his humility. The humility of Christ is that he served out from his father, not out from himself. Yes. Yeah. And he wasn't understood. Yeah. And they here he was supposed to be the Messiah. Yeah. And it didn't make sense to anyone. No. Not one single person did it make sense to. Mm, that's true. He was completely misunderstood, completely yeah. judged completely alone Mm. and completely in the spirit. Yeah. And I think that it reflects the nature of his calling. So, yeah, we can simply be expressing our own natural life and miss the spirit, and that's religion at its root. Mm. 
Mm. It is a self-life expressing itself through acts of service. Um, I had uh, another little quote by Watchman Nee. All we have that has not come through regeneration, we must learn to let go of. For that which is born of the flesh is flesh, in John 3, 6. And yet how we so depend on our natural strength to do sacred work, he says. It's another cricket bat right there. (laughs) (laughs) Even uh, in that story that you read, the parable in Luke, Mm. saying to the servant, I think it said in there that the servant was not expecting praise for doing his job. Yeah. And uh, that just makes me think of when Jesus was healing people, oh, yes. and yeah. uh, and so often he said to them, "Don't go tell anyone." Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, he was only doing what his father was doing, so he wasn't drawing attention to himself, cool. which of course all relates back to Philippians about him yeah. humbling himself and in that way, and not mm. not trying to grasp onto his divine yeah. nature. And so it's it's what you're saying. It's the same for us as well mm. in that. If we're serving out of from him, mm. there's nothing for us to take yeah. accolades for, you know, because it's it's him, Christ serving in yeah. us. And we as individuals, but particularly corporately as mm. the church, are like the glove and he's the hand in the glove. Mm. So he's the one that's moving us by his spirit to do this, to do that. It's his life in us. So we can't expect to be praised for Mm. simply doing and being who and what we are, which are his servants. The church is his servant, his bond slave, his love slave, his love servant, because he loved us first, because of the beautiful love of the master. We love the master. We love him back. Yes. But it's all him in us. And even I think you mentioned a minute ago about co-laboring with him. It's just another picture of the hand, his hand in the glove. Mm. And where Paul said, uh, you know, I labor, yet yeah. not I, but Christ in me. That's it. And so it's, it's the same in that regard. We might labor, yet it's not us laboring, it's Christ laboring in us. Yes. We might serve, yet it's not us serving, it's Christ serving in That's us. That's it, on the money. He's cool. the laborer. He's the servant. Yeah. He's the all in all. Yeah. He's the everything. Mm. It is all him. We can't even love God. It's Christ in us in loving us. God. Yeah. We're just the glove. But yeah. he loves the glove. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah, which is amazing, really. It is. Isn't it? It's amazing. It is, yeah. Yeah. Our minds are blown by that very thought. He, he is the very source. Like when you think of a body, um, the body is serving the head as its expression. Yeah. So, but the source of life comes through the head. Yes. Because if the mouth doesn't eat through the head, yes. the body doesn't get the life. Yes. To feed it. So. Yes. Yeah, and and in that parable as well, where the servant is out in the field mm-hmm. and he comes in, mm-hmm. and the master doesn't immediately say, "Oh, sit down, and I'll make you something to eat." Yes, <laughs> he says, right. "Now feed me." Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like exactly. after we've done everything, mm. you know. It's like what you said before about because Christ is the satisfaction of the Father, mm. then of course He's got to be our satisfaction as well. That's right. And so in that parable with the Master coming in and saying, feed me first mm. and then you get fed, basically. Yes. If you kind of flip that over, it's like how do we get fed? We get fed by feeding the Master first. Yes. So it's not like a hard relationship from the Master to the mm. servant. Mm. It's like... The way that the servant is fed and yeah. cared for and gets to feast 
is to serve the master first. That's the way. So it's like the way we as God's people Mm. are satisfied. How do we find our satisfaction? By loving him, by adoring him. Seeing seeing his heart satisfaction met. And so if all of the movements through the church are Christ, Mm. that satisfies him completely. That quenches his thirst. That Mm. gladdens his heart. It mm. feeds him with the life that comes from his own son, mm. which is the thing they've shared for eternity, That's from eternity right. past. Amen. The father giving his life to the son and the son returning that life back mm. to the father. There and so it's now through the church that mm. the very core of service is Christ movements yes. through the church. Yes. So it's his life moving and expressing itself in initiatives, mm. impulses mm. and motions in our spirit. I've got a, um, I was going to say a small quote by T. Austin Sparks, but (laughs) (laughs) none of his quotes are small either. (laughs) Wow. I'll see the ball out of the park on this one. He says, um, It's a bit like Field of Dreams, isn't it? You're just calling in all these big guns. The guns. I got one gun on one side and one gun on the other. (laughs) Anyway, T. Austin Sparks says, Do you see what a havoc the enemy can make in that which is called the church? Because people with best intentions and purest motives have yeah. come to serve the Lord with all their own intelligence, mm-hmm. their own strength, and their own emotion. They have not seen that God has closed the door to the old creation and that mm-hmm. God's attitude is this. The only thing that can satisfy me, that can serve me, is my son. And if you are going to come into my service, he has to be the energy of everything, the life of everything, the wisdom of everything. He has to be the governing, ruling reality in everything. It is not to be a matter of your impulses, but of his urgings and leadings by the Holy Spirit, not your sitting down to reason out what it would be good to do for the Lord, what ought to be done, what needs to be done, but what he shows you, nothing more. You and I must not bring over our old creation and give it to God, expecting God to use it. Yeah, and and I think that's the way we've lived. Yeah. The church has lived out from its own life expecting God to use it and expecting God to bless it. There's this root before the fruit. Mm. There's this going down into Christ before there's this serving others, which Mm. is what fruit is on a tree. It's for others. Fruit is for others. Yes. Others eat from the fruit and that is the act of Christ's life coming up through the roots from the tree to serve others Mm. and to feed others. So there's this strong element and emphasis within Scripture that our getting to know him first is the most important thing in the Mm -hmm. Christian life. Mm. Our getting to know him first, we begin to know his ways, his life and his mind, what's important to him. Yes, that's that's what's important to him. And that question needs to be answered yeah. within the church. What is the thing that is first and foremost in the heart of God? Yeah. What do you want, God? What's yeah. important to you? Amen to that. Yeah. And we think acts of service, we think doing, and we mm. think going out evangelism and, and yeah. starting churches and all this sort of thing is, and yes, they can all be good and all good, and they're all necessary. We're not mm. saying they're not needed, but it's the... It's the source by which those That's things right. are done. They have to come out from him. For yeah. them to have any eternal value yeah. to the kingdom of God. Yes. It's the only way. Otherwise, they will be wood, hay, and stubble. The scripture says that and makes it very clear. Right? Gold, pearl, and precious stones are those things which can go through the fire of God's testing and survive and come out, whereas the wood, hay, and stubble is just consumed. Mm. 
Mm. So in First Peter 4.11, I just want to end on this one. It says, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Well, that wraps up part two of our servant series and part three is on its way. So we'll catch you then. See you then. Bye. Bye. So don't forget to keep the faith And now it feels like coming home And you're the one I've always known To bring me back where I belong This feels like coming home Finally feels like coming